Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. One of probably the most popular tourist attractions that the Mon Valley has developed over the last few decades has been the bike trail network. The Great Allegheny Passage goes from downtown Pittsburgh now to Cumberland, Maryland, after it is a great resource that's used by something like a million people every year. There, A lot of people don't realize, though, that the network is actually maintained, for the most part, by volunteers. One of those volunteers is with us right now. He is Ken Medved. He's with the Monyoc Trail Council, which is celebrating its 30th anniversary this year, and they've got an event coming up in September. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. How are you today? I am very good. So tell us, what does the Monyoc Trail Council do? Because I think a lot of people probably don't even realize that there are different segments of the trail of the Great Allegheny Passage that are maintained by different groups of people. Uh, the Monyoc Trail Council is a nonprofit, five hundred one c three organization. All volunteers. Uh, since nineteen ninety one, it was established. Again, you mentioned it's our thirtieth anniversary, and we're having a little celebration on September eighteenth, and we can talk about that later if you like. But we do maintain the about fifteen miles from the Fifteenth Street Bridge all the way up to the Westmoreland County line near Collinsburg and West Newton. Okay. And um, you know, from everything from grooming the trail to Clearing trees and cutting grass, and there's a good core of uh, hard workers that do that on a weekly basis and whenever they have time to do it. Uh, you have been involved with the Monioc Trail Council since its inception, I think you told me. Yes. How did you yes. get involved in, how did you get interested in bicycling? <laughs> well, I've loved bicycling, and um, I used to ride my bike to work here down at the National Tube Okay, back in the 70s and early 80s. And I parked my bikes to go right at the police station in the back and, <clears throat> and locked it up. So uh, I've been riding a bike for, for all my life. And then when I saw what was going on with this trail console and this trail coming in, I, I got curious. So I went to one of the meetings and, uh, you know, uh, maybe six months, a year later, I became, I was part of the board, board of directors. And from there, we chaired, I chaired an uh, event called the Yachttoberfest, which we even trademarked the name back then. And that was a big fundraiser for us under the Boston Bridge. And I did that for several years, and it was really successful. And um, then after that, I kind of got sidetracked with work because I worked for Levin Furniture. And yeah. b- by the way, uh, Robert Levin has been a sponsor of the Monarch Truck Council since the 90s, and okay. he still continues to do so. And uh, there's a little plug for you, Robert. And um, so, you know, I got back uh, into it just recently, uh, hands-on, since I retired in April. Okay. Ken Medved is with us today. He's from the Monyoc Trail Council. We're going to be talking about their Community Appreciation Day, Yoc and Roll, which is coming up Saturday, uh, September 18th. Um, that is a, f- a free event, I believe, that's going to include uh, family-friendly stuff uh, for all ages, bike ride um, opportunities, food trucks, entertainment, 
mm-hmm. all kinds of, of things. That's uh, go to thebostontrail.com for mm-hmm. more information. But we're talking about the Monoc Trail Council and their 30th anniversary. T- tell people, first of all, the, the pathway that the Monoc Trail is on, that actually a lot of the bike trail is on. What, what is the pathway that it uses? The pathway that it uses, uh, it's part of the Great Allegheny Passage. And it's an old railroad line. Exactly. Yeah. It's, a, it's part of the, I believe it's the PNLE, the Pittsburgh and Lake Erie mm-hmm. section. And uh, we even have an old, uh, I, don't know, I wouldn't call it a boxcar, but it's an old train car up mm-hmm. at the, under the Boston Bridge. And you can take a look at that. That's where our visitor center is also. And that's all maintained by volunteers. But... Uh, Yes, that's exactly. It's the Rails to Trails movement. There's a conservancy in Washington, D.C., and it's a great way for an economic generator and transportation. Now, back in the early 1980s when you were, as you said, riding your bike over here to U.S. Steel, was that regarded as something strange, something odd? (laughs) Yes, it was. Nobody... It wasn't cool, I guess, to ride bikes back yeah. then. But it, since uh, the, the Rails to Trails movement, uh, it's become very, very popular. But, yes, uh, I, I liked riding bikes. And like I said, I used to ride it to work. In fact, I ride, I, used, I rode the Levins a few times from, from White Oak to Monroeville. Wow. And a couple of nice climbs there. Those are a couple. Well, that's the one thing about the, the Great Allegheny Passage is most of it is water level. Yes. So it, it is, the, the grades are, are fairly gentle. Yes, it's a 1% up to maybe a 2% at max, and that's probably up in the, up in the higher Laurel Highlands and, and near Myersdale. And uh, the um, uh, DLPA is the, um, where the Chesapeake, uh, what is it? Is that the Great, um, was that the Continental Divide? The or? Continental Divide, okay. exactly. Okay. It divides the Chesapeake watershed yeah. from the Gulf of Mexico watershed. Okay. Uh, there was some, you, you, you probably remember, because I certainly do, there was some skepticism about this rails to trails yes. thing. I, I used yes. to cut articles out of the yes. Daily News, yes. the old Daily News, about Absolutely. the rails to trails movement. And people were very skeptical. Who would come here to ride their bike? Um, yes. Uh, it was like a NIMBYs, not in my backyard, yeah. was the uh, call back then. And um, they didn't realize exactly what was going to happen, how things were going to grow and how the, their backyards were going to get cleaned up. We did a lot of trash removal from tires to garbage and all us of volunteers. I mean, you're getting bee stings and things like that while you're out there trying to clean up. And uh, now it's raised the property value. Yeah. Most, most of uh, people that live near or on the trail and it's brought a little, it's brought a lot of towns back to life. West Newton's a perfect West example. West Newton is a great example. Tell us about West Newton. Well, the West Newton uh, is part of the Regional Trail Corporation. That's where their office is. And you can contact Leslie there, and uh, she'll help you along the, that part of the trail. But it's an all-refurbished train station, and there's a um, gift shop there and a lot of information there. So you can stop in. There's a restroom. There's water. And there's, there's an all-refurbished train car Yes, there's too. an old Pullman slash yeah. boxcar there that we brought down from the Bud section, Bud Town yeah, se- okay. section of the trail. And uh, now it's a little little learning center mm-hmm. and just another little attraction of the trail. But all these little, there's a ice cream shop and there's a couple of little restaurants that have sprung up there along the trail. There's a laundromat for people who are camping. There's a, now a laundromat that you can get your laundry done. There's even a little campground there. Okay, uh, didn't know that. Near the canoe uh, rental there. Um, there's a campground that you can reserve and it's very, very nice. It has all the amenities. You can use your computer there. There's even a television there and it's kind of like outdoor, but it's your showers and uh, it's really, really nice. 
I, I mentioned uh, Ken Manvet is our guest this morning from the Monioc Trail Council. We're talking about their 30th anniversary. We're talking about what the trail is um, and also about their upcoming event on September 18th, which is called Yawk and Roll. It's uh, a community appreciation day. You can go to thebostontrail.com for more information. Um, I, I mentioned that we actually we had uh, Linda McKenna Box uh, on this program several years ago. We've also had uh, uh, David Keeley, I think is his name, from the Progress Fund on this show. And, and I mentioned that upwards of a million people use some section of the Great Allegheny Passage every year. Is that still yeah, accurate? Absolutely. There's people from all over the world that use the Great Allegheny Passage. And to prove that, if you stop into the train station in West Newton, there's a map there of the world, and there's a push pins of people who stop by and put the little push pin in where they're from. And it's really amazing. You meet, I've met people from Australia. I was going to say, when I was a reporter for the newspaper, and, and even then with Tube City Online, we used to get calls every so often to come down to the Palisades because there would be someone coming through from Australia or New Zealand or England, or and they would have them sign the wall. Yes. But after a while, I don't mean to say it became an everyday occurrence, but it is so common now. Well, Pittsburgh's a destination point now if you're yeah. a bicyclist and you want to do the Great Allegheny Passage, which is the longest it hooks up with the Ceno towpath in Cumberland, in Cumberland uh-huh. which makes it about a 340-mile trip from the point in Pittsburgh to um, Georgetown in Washington. And people from all over the world come to do that. It's the longest trail uh, east of the Mississippi. In fact, now there's a connector that you can get. You can fly into the Greater Pitt Airport and get on the trail there and ride it all the way to D.C. if you wish, with, wow. with just a couple little breaks that you would have to get on a roadway. The, those breaks, though, for a while uh, were kind of annoying, I think, if to, to hikers and bikers because one of them was over the, near the Sandcastle. That was a big stumbling point yeah. for years. It took, I think, almost six years to complete that because of the right-of-way with the sure. railroad. And there's uh, some businesses there, and they built a wall up down there. But that stalled things out for a long time. And I have to give some credit to uh, former Mayor Tom Murphy from Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, he was a big proponent of that. And uh, there's a story of him having a meeting with the Roonies one day down at the Duclean Club. They were building the Steeler facility there in the south side, the practice facility. And they wanted to put it right up against the river. And Tom Murphy had a meeting with the Roonies, and they decided to move it back so the Great Allegheny Passage could be a reality. Well, and getting the bridge from McKeesport to Duquesne, I think, was a big step. And that was seven or eight years ago, I think, now. Yes, um, it, it has been a, a challenge, but the funny story is that I worked in a national tube right now, or back in the 70s, uh-huh. the early 80s, and now I'm riding a bicycle right through the section where <laughs> I used to work outdoors in Powell Pipe. We have to take a 30-second break. When we come back, I want to talk more about what the Monioc Trail Council does and how people can get involved and what sort of help the Monioc Trail Council needs. Yeah, that'd be great. We'll be right back. Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Striffler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Striffler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Striffler's also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at Striffler's. Or call 412-678-6191. So you got involved at the very beginning in 1991. The Monioc Trail Council is celebrating its 30th anniversary. What was the state of the trail then? I, I think the railroad had just stopped using it a couple years sooner. Well, the state of it was that the most of the rails were 
taken out. Okay. But it, there was a lot of the uh, ties, the sure. railroad ties. And um, then they were removed, and it left a giant ballast, uh, uh, the, the big, big, big chunk yeah. rocks of ballast. People don't realize with a railroad, it's, it looks like gravel. But when you look at it up close, they're yeah, big it, stones. Yeah, it, it's pretty chunky, and yeah. it's very difficult to maneuver a bicycle. In fact, you wouldn't want to. But that was the state of it. And then um, the Monarch Trail Council got involved with the section from Boston up to Buena Vista, okay. a seven-mile section. And uh, they gave us a choice when we were getting into it whether to build the two-mile section from Boston up to Green Oak or from Green Oak five miles up to Buena Vista. And, and these, are course, all, these are all neighborhoods in Elizabeth Township there. Correct, yeah. correct. So we chose the uh, ladder to take the five miles first so we get that done. And at least you got ten miles a ride back yeah. and forth. And uh, then we completed the two miles. And um, When you say completed, was this – you had to raise money to have contractors come in here or did volunteers do this? No, volunteers didn't do the construction. A lot of the money came from the Ice-T fund out of uh, the federal government, okay. which is a transportation funding mechanism. Yeah. And uh, that's where a lot of the funding came for the construction. But it was constructed by uh, contractors hired by the Regional Trail Corporation. Okay. Um, and when then did that first five-mile stretch get opened? Uh, it, was within a, it was within a year or so. Okay. Within a year or so, yeah, things moved a little quickly there. And, you know, the, the volunteers overs, oversaw some of the construction and yeah. put in little ideas here and there. But, uh, yeah, it, it, once it started, it, it just kept growing. And when was it completed through to McKeesport? Oh, geez, I, I don't know the exact date. But, um, again, with the right-of-ways through the National Tube yep. and, and things like that, it, it delayed things somewhat. But Because because maybe people don't realize there's a Steel Valley Trail Council that yes. is, I think, yes. du- Duquesne over to West Homestead. Yes. There's the McKeesport Trail Commission, Correct. which is City of McKeesport, and I think a little bit of Correct. sales maybe. Right. Um, your trail, Monioc Trail Council, which is Elizabeth Township down to the Westmoreland County line. And then there's the Westmoreland uh, Trail Commission or Council that takes it up from West Newton, and I'm not sure how far they're responsible for. Do you own that section of the trail? No, I don't think we own it. I think the Regional Trail Corporation gotcha. owns the um, right-of-way, okay. and that's about But it. you maintain you help maintain it? Yes, we maintain it. In fact, last Last month or, you know, a few weeks ago, we had those heavy rains, big storms, a lot of big trees come down, a lot of big trees. And I got indoctrinated (laughs) because, like I said earlier, um, I worked for Levin Furniture. I didn't get to go out on weekends and stuff like that since I've retired. So I got... Got in, uh, in touch with those guys, went on to clear some trees. I'll tell you what, I never worked so hard in my life. <laughs> uh, we're, we're starting to exit this uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Ken Medved is our guest. He's with the Monioc Trail Council. TheBostonTrail.com is their website, and they've got an event coming up in September we're going to talk more about here this morning. The, the one thing, everything was locked down, of course. You know, Kennywood was closed. Yes. Parks were closed. Playgrounds were closed. But I would come down here to the radio studio, and we overlook mm-hmm. the trail. Right. And... There were still people bicycling. That seemed like a good form of exercise, and you're social distance. I did it myself. Yeah. I, you know, we were trapped. We didn't go to work. Right. I jumped on the trail just about every day because, like you said, it was enough social distancing yeah. and things like that. But it was a respite for a lot of us. And a lot of young families came out for the first or second time and experienced the trail. Um, you, you would see fathers and young children out there on a Monday, Tuesday afternoon, which you would hardly ever see something like that, or whole families out there. 
And there was a little getting used to that. You know, there's some trail etiquette that's involved. Sure. And uh, so you try to be as nice as you can. Uh, the trail council, uh, we also have trail monitors, which are out there on the trail uh, to, there to assist you. And they're all volunteers, too. And they, you know, they do it when they can. But um, with our yawk and roll uh, bicycle ride coming up, we'll have trail monitors, we'll have a support system, we'll have rest uh, areas where you can get drinks and things like that. The ride itself is just a ride. It's not a race. I, I should mention the noise in the background is, uh, is not construction on the bike trail. That's something that's happening across the, <laughs> the railroad tracks at the uh, pipe, what's left of the pipe mill, the Durabond uh, pipe plant, mm-hmm. uh, we, as we tape this. Uh, Ken Medved is our guest this morning from the Monyoc Trail Council. Do you have to be some, – some folks who are listening to this probably are athletic or they're fit or they maybe they want to be fit, but some people maybe are a little bit more sedentary. Um, is there a place where they can volunteer too that they don't have to go out there and chop up trees like you oh, were doing? Oh, absolutely. Okay. There's a lot of lot of little things that you can help out with, with our public relations or some – maybe if you're an artist and things like that. Yeah. In fact, we're looking for and hoping to get some local artists to step forward and uh, come to the event and show their wares. And you can contact me to do that. We're looking for art, local artists, artisans, and crafters, and we'll give them, uh, you know, we'll supply them with table and chairs. And That'll be on September 18th. That'll be September 18th, along with our uh, Yawk and Roll. It's a community uh, appreciation day, and also a conjunction with our 30th anniversary. Do you work all, the, the, the volunteers for the Trail Council, do you work all year round? I mean, in the wintertime, what are you doing then? Uh, well, like I said, I just got back into it. Uh, being that I just retired recently, so I'm not sure exactly what those guys do in, in the wintertime. But yeah. there's a lot of uh, paperwork involved now, too, with looking for grants and liabilities sure. and insurances and things like that. And uh, Tim Banfield, the current president, has been with us since the inception also. He's been president there for uh, several terms. I'm not sure how many, but he's our current president. He does a great job uh, to uh, helping to you know apply for this and apply for that. But Yes, uh, it's an all-volunteer thing, and um, we hope to get more volunteers and more members. All you have to do is come to one of our meetings. They're every second Thursday at the Green Oak Fire Hall, and uh, they're at uh, 7 o'clock. And we encourage anyone who would like to stop in and check it out. What, what about financial support? Because you were telling me off the air, I think, that you've got 500-some members that belong to the Trail Council. Well, most of our uh, funding comes, a great portion of that comes from the memberships. Okay. And it's as little as $20 for a year or basically how much you'd like to give. Yeah. And uh, that's a major source of funding. And, of course, our, our annual yawk and roll that has been going on for over 20 years. And we also... Uh, most recently in the last few years, I'm not sure, that we had a half marathon and a 5K, which is another major fundraiser. So those two major fundraisers, along with our memberships, is how we get our funding. We have had some crazy storms, and you alluded to that, that you were out there, I think you said last weekend, chopping up trees. Um, talk a little bit about that. How much of that work is done by volunteers, and how much do you have to bring in heavy contractors with heavy equipment? Well, most of the tree removal is done by the volunteers. Okay. We do have a maintenance uh, shed or garage there uh, near Green Oak. Mm-hmm. And uh, over the years, it's, we've uh, acquired a lot of supplies from okay. chainsaws to dump trucks. And, um, you know, a lot of people have donated things like that. And uh, I have to mention one of our other uh, warriors, his name is Charlie Smith. And he's been from uh, from the very beginning. And uh, everybody loves him. And... Uh, 
I just want to give him a shout out because he's a he's a great guy, and uh, we hope that he'll continue to be with us. You, you mentioned that you do some cleanup cleanup work too. That um, one of the benefits of having the trail come through people's backyards, and, and we should have mentioned maybe that the trail follows the river pretty much the whole way, the Yonkagani River. It's it's never more than it's, it's never out of eyesight for yeah, sure. It's one of the most scenic trails you, you'll find in in Western Pennsylvania. Um, so, so you really are riding through some really beautiful sections, and you're riding through some small towns yes. and stuff too. But yes. d- do you go out and plant flowers? Do spruce up projects? Those kinds of things? It's mostly grass cutting and yeah. removing weeds, and uh-huh. the the the, um, the Japanese knotwood takes over sometimes, and you got to clear that out. But um, and you know, there's wildflowers there by themselves. Uh, uh, some of the girls at the um, visitor center have put up some very nice flower boxes yeah. and they maintain those i mean the flowers don't grow on their own the the, the you mentioned there's a little uh information booth there i think in boston yes. or Greenock. it's our visitor center underneath the boston bridge correct and it, how when what hours is that person uh, they vary they vary on the weekends and again it's all volunteers so it's mostly weekends it's mm-hmm. manned from let's say uh noon till four or ten till two things like that it depends on who can do that and, and when they can do it but I think there's also now a little convenience store type thing that has uh, ice cream and stuff. There's a couple little antique stores there now. Well, there's a tea, is a tea room or there the, was a tea room? The Boston Shops has yeah. been there for a long, long time. Yeah. And there's a uh, Rich's, Rich's Parkside Den, I believe he calls it. And uh, he's been a, very supportive of the Trail Council also. And all of our neighbors there. There's a little bed and breakfast there. I think you can still rent bikes at that little bed and breakfast. And, uh, of course, there's... Uh, there's the uh, Dollar General down the road mm-hmm. on East Smithfield Street. It's easy access. So, yeah, there's a lot going on. It's a it's an inexpensive outing. It's an inexpensive way to to spend a Saturday that right. is not going to cost very much money and right. is just driving distance. Right. Yeah. If you the trail's free for everybody. I yeah. mean, come come and go as you like. It's open. Uh, you know, uh, uh, sunrise till dusk, yeah. more or less. And we've had many, many campers at the Dravo Cemetery up near Buena Vista. That is a uh, campground mm-hmm. maintained by the Trail Council. And there's actually some lean-to um, pavilions that they can camp in, or you can pitch a tent up there. There's plenty of firewood for everybody. There's water there. There's, there's restrooms there. And it's right out at the middle of nowhere where the Dravo Cemetery is. The Dravo Cemetery is maintained by the Elizabeth Township Historical Society. When we come back in the final few minutes, let's talk specifically about the event that's coming up on September 18th. And you have yeah. already mentioned how some people can get involved, but um, let's talk about that for a few minutes, okay? Yeah, very good. Ken Medved is our guest. He's with the Monioc Trail Council. TheBostonTrail.com is the website, and they've got an event coming up on September 18th. We're going to tell you about that right after this break. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. This is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Our guest for a final few minutes is Ken Medved from the Monioc Trail Council. That's what we're talking about. The Monioc Trail Council is one of the groups that helps maintain the Great Allegheny Passage between Cumberland, Maryland, and downtown Pittsburgh. I don't know how many groups there are, but there's the Steel Valley Trail Council, McKeesport Trail Commission, the Monioc Trail Council, Westmoreland Trail Council. And it goes, uh, goes up, up. And it just keeps going on. Yes, yeah. yes. There's a Whitsit group, too, that are very, very... 
good people up that way. I, I think you would have to be. You'd have to be community-minded, and you'd have to, you know, want to get out there and do yeah. this just for the love of being in the outdoors. Yes, that's it's a big part of the community, and now it's even got bigger and bigger. And uh, people from all over come and enjoy it, and it doesn't cost you a penny. Uh, tell us about your September 18th event and, and what you need for that. It's called Yacht and Roll. And it's Community Appreciation Day. Well, the Yawk and Roll is our annual bicycle ride. It's not a race. It's family-friendly. You can choose between a 40-mile ride or a 20-mile ride or turn around anytime you, you want. It's fully supported with trail monitors. It has um, rest stops and um, support all throughout it. And uh, the Monyoc Truck Council would like to invite you. And it's an exclusive three-in-one-day celebration Saturday, September 18th, at the Boston Access of the Great Allegheny Passage, which was right under the Boston Bridge, PA Route 48. Mm -hmm. And this year marks the 30th anniversary as one of the original all-volunteer Rails to Trails organization in western Pennsylvania with over 500 current members right now. The annual Yawk and Roll registration starts at 7 a.m. for this family-friendly bicycle ride where riders can choose their own pace and distance. Uh, the day continues with our Community Appreciation Day. It starts at 11 and it goes on till 3 p.m. There'll be food trucks and free hot dogs along with games and local artists, free giveaways and live entertainment. So we're inviting everybody to come ride or walk or lunch or just enjoy the promenade. There'll be something of interest for just about all ages. And if you want, we recommend that you pre-register if you want to ride the Yawk and Roll. And uh, you can go to thebostontrail.com to get all the details about the celebration day and um for, for folks who aren't you mentioned it's on pa route 48 but for our listeners who maybe are in pittsburgh or mm -hmm. monroeville or, or someplace like that i know the radio stations go out fairly fairly wide area mm -hmm. uh pa route 48 you can pick up at route 51 out there in elizabeth township you can also pick up route 48 uh at route 30 correct in north for sales um and the boston bridge it's hard to miss i mean you go through for sales into elizabeth township and it's a huge, beautiful 1930s bridge, and then your visitor center is right under there. Right. You would just go get yourself under the bridge. Under the bridge. <laughs> and uh, that's where the Monioc Trail Council's headquarters or their visitor center, and that's where the event is usually held and will be held this year. And there's plenty of parking there. Well, we have a little issue with parking, oh. so I'm asking people out there who do come to be patient. Uh, there's some construction going on that took away a lot of our parking oh, okay. access. They're putting in a new pump. Uh, from the, for a sewage line that was built uh, parallel to the trail this oh, last boy. year. Uh -huh. So it's going to pump water or sewage down to the McKeesport Authority. So they have the, a big portion of the uh, section where parking was blocked off. So we're working on that diligently. It is a little stumbling block. So, uh, you know, just be patient if you do come. We may have a little shuttle services, but... Uh, there's well, plenty of parking if you come early. Oh, I was going to say, I suppose the other thing you could do always is park in... McKeesport and just ride your bike. Or yeah. Park, park your bike or park in West Newton and ride your bike. Absolutely. Yeah. That's probably the best way to do it if yeah. you want to get there and not have to fool around with parking and stuff like that. What, what kind of help do you need right now? It's summertime. Um, like I said, we've had some crazy storms that have brought down trees and made mud piles everywhere. Do, do you need help well, cleaning we, those kind of things up? We just need new members. We, okay. we need to grow the membership uh, and, and get you know the word out. And it has been out and it's been growing. And um, then you can see exactly what goes on and, and what we do because uh, there's different aspects of it that we takes you know different expertise we can use any type of volunteer for anything and it you know 
you'd have to come into a meeting to really get the full gist of it. And and I would assume the number of hours that they need to put into it is whatever they have. They don't have to. It's not a huge time commitment if they don't want it to. Correct. Be. Correct. Okay. Yes. You volunteer when you can uh, and however you'd like to. And the bostontrail.com is the place to get information? Yes, go to that. That's going to have all the information. Look look up the events section. And um, I believe you can pre-register there for the ride, and we recommend you, that you do that. Ken Medved is event coordinator for Yak and Roll. That's Community Appreciation Day that's being put on by the Monioc Trail Council. That's what we've been talking about is the Monioc Trail Council. The event is coming up on Saturday, September 18th, but the trail is open. Uh, rain or shine, uh, 12 months out of the year from uh, sunup to sunset. Yeah. Um, and uh, they maintain the portion of the trail that goes from... The 15th Street Bridge in McKeesport all the way to the Westmoreland County line, which is close to West Newton. Which is how many miles did you say? 15. 15 miles. So if yes. you'd like to be involved with that effort, go to thebostontrail.com. Ken, thank you for coming in today. Appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. It's been great. Thank you all for listening today to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.